Welcome to the podcast. I'm Jay Lott. This is Stu Boss. In this episode, we talk with Dee Kimbrell on I Can Be an Effective Leader. Let's get into it. If you're enjoying the content, please share and don't forget to smash that like button. We're available at soundcloud.com slash online, iTunes, and Google Play. In today's episode, we have a special guest, Dee Kimbrell. I want to allow her the opportunity to introduce herself and elaborate on what it is that she does. Dee? Hi, Jayla. Um, well, like you said, I'm Dee Kimbrell, and I have the Kimbrell Management Consultancy Agency. And basically what I do is work as a consultant with organizations and individuals to either build leadership skills, um, knowledge, culture, content. Um, so there's a bunch of different things that uh, we can do, but the main goal is to just help people and organizations be better either systematically or through or culturally. So that's the main goal of uh, my business. Why did you start your management consultancy? Um, I would say I've been in business for myself over the last nine years, um, as well as a working professional. So I started out with uh, retail and having a retail store um, on and offline and while working as well. So kind of doing both of those things. But I wanted to start a management consultancy company just because of some of the things that I've been through when working for others and stories that I've heard from other people and working with others and just how there's a big discrepancy in organizational leadership, organizational systems and culture that affects employees, that that affects businesses. Um, So it's important to bring a new face to that. And, And that's where I come in at. What's one of those stories that you were like, mm, yeah, that's a pain point? <laughs> um, I would say a pain point for me would be, ooh, when was that? It had to be maybe around 2009, 2010. I was working out of college as um, an assistant director um, for a particular section within the organization. And for me, my son had got really sick. And he started to have seizures. And the job was like, you know what? No, you can't take any more time off. Or, you know, it was a big issue with that. And that was a big issue for me. Um, Being a mother, being a working mom. And from that point on, I knew I had to do something different. I had to be independent with my time and flexible with my life because I was a mother. And that just wasn't acceptable. So at that point, I knew I had to make a change toward entrepreneurship. Right. What was some of those challenges that you experienced starting up? Um, I would say there's a lot of challenges um, in business. Um, With the consultancy business, a lot of it is building your credibility. So for me, I've done consultancy working through other organizations, and that's always a good way to start because you learn a particular model or a particular way of doing things. 
So that's definitely a good place to start. One of the big, biggest things when working as a consultant is acquiring your customers or acquiring your clients and showing them that you are credible, that you are knowledgeable um, to work with them in their organization or if it's an individual, working with them on their projects. So I would say the main thing is credibility. To establish my credibility, um, I've worked with various companies on organizational leadership and training, as well as decided to go to school and receive a doctorate in management and organizational leadership. So you have to strive to be an expert um, in the consultancy business, and you have to be able to prove that. Why is leadership coaching and culture alignment important? It's important because it brings the vision of the organization to life. So when the people in the organization are aligned with the culture, then they can start living that culture. A lot of organizations have policies, they have a vision, they have pillars that they are that they say they live by, but when you get into the organization, it's not lived. So when the culture is properly aligned, then people are actually living the culture um, and actually living the vision of the organization. And then that's how we get to results. Right. And you talk so much about the women and minorities in leadership. So what is among the top priority for women in minority leadership advancement? I would say the top priority for women and leadership is just to know your worth. A lot of times, minority women, we forget our worth or we give it up at a cheap rate when we shouldn't do that. So we have to know our worth. And we have to be able to demand that. And sometimes people will deny us of that. And we have to be okay to lose those opportunities because that's not what's going to advance us. So just taking what they want to give us, we cannot accept that anymore. We have to know our worth and then be able to demand that worth. Um, and not sell as imposters. There is a theory called imposter theory that... Um, a lot of times when you reach a certain level in life, you feel like you shouldn't be there. So you're intimidated and you're, you're not able to take those opportunities the way that you should. So you don't want to be intimidated um, by your success, by the opportunities that are allotted to you. Um, and you also want to make sure that you are receiving your worth. I definitely connect with that. Have you ever had an experience where you were maybe in that similar position? Yeah, I mean, I've had several experiences um, with that. Um, I've also taught over the last 10 years on the college level. So a lot of times when you go into the classroom, they're like, who are you? Are you the teacher? You know, <laughs> and different <laughs> things like that. And then you look like, yeah, you don't look like a teacher, you know. So, you know, those different types of situations, mm -hmm. they kind of, you know, tug at you a little bit. Like, am I supposed to be here? You know, what's wrong with me? Am I less credible because of who I am or the way that I mm -hmm. look? Um, so just overcoming those self-doubts and, and those feelings just to step into your purpose. Did you ever have a moment where you allowed your self-doubt or struggle to overcome you and you were able to learn from that perspective? Um, a lot of times. A lot of times I've been in that situation. One particular time, I was a regional training director for a retail company, and I work with all Caucasian men. And at one point, they didn't like me because I was assertive, and they basically just kept nitpicking 
um, to my supervisor, which was in Chicago, so in a whole other state. So, you know, I just, instead of standing up and fighting, I quit the job because I'm like, you know what, it's too much pressure. I'm doing everything I, I can, and they're just making up stuff. So I quit the job. But looking back, I wish I would have stayed at the job and fought and, um, you know, just stepped into that role and went through the proper steps and the proper channels to get the respect that I deserve. Circling back to more of what you work on now, what is the most rewarding about your work? I would say the most rewarding thing about my work is changing perspectives. So changing the perspective of what leadership looks like, um, how leadership should be implemented, and who's implementing leadership. So just changing the typical face of that and putting our face minorities, women, or just that person that you wouldn't expect because of how they look to be in a leadership role. What is the most challenging about your work? I think the most challenging thing about being a consultant is, number one, establish that trust and credibility with your clients and so that they feel comfortable enough having you create and present content to their organization Mm -hmm. and paying you what you're worth. A lot of times organizations will work with you at a very cheap or low rate, but that doesn't help you as a business person or a consultant. So being able to establish trust and credibility as well as be valued. What organizations or leaders model an effective leader to you? I would say one leader that I follow and I find to be very, very inspirational is Buzama St. John from Uber. Have you heard of her? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I think that she is amazing. Like just learning about her story, Mm -hmm. um, learning about what she does, but how she does it what she looks like when she does it. She's so unapologetically who she is that I think it's amazing. She's not trying to conform to a particular look, a particular style, or what people think it should look like. Um, She's just doing her, and I think that's amazing. Yes, that is definitely amazing. And now into our top five pieces of advice for becoming an effective leader. My advice would be that a leader has no title or role. So just because you're not in a management position, don't think that you don't have the ability to be a leader at any level. Um, You have the ability to affect change, um, influence other people, regardless of where you are in life. Communication is key to being an effective leader. So learn the communication process. Learn when to be a speaker and when to be a listener. Um, I would say building relationships and trust is key to become an effective leader. If people do not trust you, it's hard to get people to believe in you. So building relationships, um, having trust, I think that's three. Um, Let me see. Four, I would say learning is always um, key to be an effective leader. You want to make sure that you have valuable knowledge that others can use, um, whatever it is that you're interested in being a leader or being considered leadership for, be an expert because you have to know what you're talking about. So um, that's point number four. Um, And point number 
five would be to be transparent. I think the wonderful thing about being a leader is that everybody makes mistakes. So when you're transparent enough to show people that I've made mistakes, this is how I overcome those mistakes, that's what's going to make you an effective leader because that's how you can connect to people. So being able to be transparent, who you are, um, living in your truth, and being able to say, I've made these mistakes. You may have made similar mistakes, but I've came out on the other side, and this is how I did it. So I think that's key as well. Spectacular pieces of advice. Where can the audience learn more about you and your company? Sure. Um, the audience can learn more about me um, on my website. So it's Kimbrough consulting.com so that's k-i-m-b-r-e-l consulting.com um so take a look there they can see my services for organizations as well as individuals some of the services that we do is leadership coaching for organizations and individuals customizable training business planning event speaking cultural alignment and we also do one-on-one mentorship as well. So there's a lot of different things that we can do. And how I like to approach things is one-on-one. So I like to talk to people one-on-one to kind of see where you are and then see how I can advise and help you. That's how we do it. Wonderful, Dee. Thank you so much for sharing your time and talent with us on the show. I really appreciate it. Oh, yes. It's been amazing. Thanks so much, Jayla, for considering me. I really appreciate the opportunity. All right. That's it for today. Join in for fresh content and an amazing lineup of interviews. Thanks for listening.